Welcome to the Yahoo Finance Presents podcast. I'm Alexis Christophorus. The cold-pressed juice business is red hot, and it is on track to top $8 billion by 2024. It is a crowded business. Uh, it can be a pricey one as well for the consumer. And Hayden Slater, co-founder and CEO of Pressed Juicery, is working to make his mark in this industry and to have his company be different. And Hayden, I'm so happy to have you on the podcast today. Of course. Super excited to be here. Thank you. Let's start off with that question of price. Um, you know, when I think uh, juice bars, I think uh, hip, uh, trendy, healthy, expensive. Uh, how Absolutely. are you making juice more affordable and more accessible? For sure. And that's been actually a goal of ours since day one, is how do we take a highly nutritious product and truly make it accessible? Um, you know, back in the day when I was introduced to cold press juice, I remember it was like a $11, $12 price for a bottle of greens juice. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to me, a, green, a, a juice is such a feel-good purchase. It's an investment in your health. But when you're paying that kind of, you know, dollar amount, mm -hmm. it negates it quickly. So very, very early on, we had this goal of we have, to become, we have to have a price that's accessible. And I don't want to say we've made any compromises, but we've made decisions that we truly stand behind that kind of differentiate us. We're not glass bottles. We're not 100% organic 100% of the time. But what we do is we really kind of we want to be accessible and affordable. So we kind of have done the best that we can to create that better-for-you option. And talk to me about how you're making things um more accessible. Absolutely. You know, when we launched the company, uh, we were just kind of focused on our own retail stores. And, you know, we've done a, we've grown significantly. We're, we're at about 75 stores now. But what we've done is in the last couple of months, we've taken on two new initiatives. One has been wholesale. So getting into more of the typical CPG and grocery, you know, channels. Sure. Uh, and the other thing has been a membership that has been a top priority for us for a couple of years. And we just launched it about four months ago. And how is and it being received so far? It, it's been incredible. Uh, it's, it's definitely surpassed all of our expectations, which is just really exciting. And it does go to show that, you know, people really want to kind of continue accessing these products if it's convenient. And mm -hmm. so, you know, with these different touch points and with these different opportunities to access the product, we're finding people are just, you know, uh, continuing to kind of add it to their to their daily routine. So tell us about uh, about the subscription service. How much do you pay um, and, and how much juice do you get per month? Sure. And, it, and we focus on it being a membership program. I know for me personally, anytime I hear subscription, I always think, ah, oh, you're never going to get out. <laughs> <laughs> and this was kind of the opposite. You know, let's, let's not have it be, you know, what people typically think of subscription where it's difficult and you're stuck in it. This is quite the opposite. It's our membership program. And what it means is all of our juices, if you were to walk into any of our stores, range between 650 and $8. If you become a member, which is a commitment of $10 a month, which isn't a fee or a membership price, that $10 goes directly towards your purchases. Your products then go from a $6.50 price point down to $5. So, or an $8 signature almond milk now becomes $5 as well. So essentially anyone who's buying more than one product a month already, this becomes an instant savings. Okay, because if I get this right, I'm paying $10 up front per month. And do I get unlimited amounts of discounted juices for the month? Correct. And you're saying those discounts can vary from drink to drink? Or what are, exactly. We also have a, a plant-based soft serve called Freeze. Mm -hmm. All of that gets kind of brought down to that $5 price point. 
And do you have a delivery service as well? We do. We actually just recent, uh, excuse me, we just launched it in the markets where we have our retail stores. Okay. And we're pretty much delivering from any of our stores to customer within an hour. And it's interesting. I wouldn't think to get my juice delivered. I mean, are is are you seeing a lot of demand for that right now? We are. We definitely are. And I think you know, look, it's it's the times we live in. I think people are used to kind of clicking a button and and something arrives. And we really want to you know, stay focused on what's happening and make sure that the brand is is really living to, to what we want to be, which is that convenient, accessible, you know, product. Mm-hmm. So I understand how the membership can help the customer, but how is that, if at all, helping you keep your costs down? For sure. It actually helps significantly with both consistency. So it gives us kind of the commitment from our customer that they're going to, you know, return. And also it actually helps with our, our buying power. Um, you know, when we understand, when we have better kind of foresight into what our production looks like, mm-hmm. it gives us advantages on how we purchase our, our produce. Now, I also understand that you're looking to bring your pressed juices into low-income neighborhoods. And, and, you know, studies have shown that these are the neighborhoods that are in desperate need of healthier food options. So how are you trying to do that? Absolutely. You know, and that's always been a, a big part of our huge goal for us is, you know, it's we typically we, we, we have a broken food system right now. And it's unfortunate, but really highly nutritious food is more accessible to affluent people. And we think that, you know, this isn't a luxury, but healthy food should be a right for all people. Mm-hmm. And so what we're doing is we're trying to get into the communities, into our own backyards that don't access products like this as easily. So we've partnered with you know, restaurants like Every Table, which is, a, a, you know, really going into these low-income areas, and we, be, we become their, their juice provider. Hmm. Uh, just recently, as we've, as we've entered um, the wholesale channels, we're testing mini-marts like 7-Eleven to kind of get products into areas where you, don't, where you wouldn't typically see them. And so the price been, point is the same there. You're not discounting a, the prices there. Correct. But, but our wholesale price does drop a little bit because the bottle size goes from 16 to about 12 and a half ounces, which okay. is what most wholesale uh, sizes are. Okay. So is, is anybody or organization uh, sort of supplementing the cost to get these juices into low-income areas? Uh, not really as of yet. But it's really kind of been, you know, how do we work with the communities to just better understand how we show up, you know, participate in farmers markets, you know, work in, get to schools, get to some of the hospitals. Part of what we do is also just show up when it's needed. You know, it's, uh, I think it's important to kind of take care of our communities a bit as a business. And you are going beyond juices, Hayden, and, and you're really turning pressed juicery into a lifestyle brand. Tell us how you're doing that. For sure. You know, I always say I feel like Pressed is a community. Mm-hmm. Um, and how do we kind of connect to people all over? You know, for me and my partners, we kind of started this journey from different places, but with the same passion. I had kind of had my own obstacles, which is, fun, you know, living a healthy life for most of my childhood and young adulthood. And I don't want to say juice changed me, but it definitely was the catalyst, mm-hmm. that first step to help me, you know, make better choices. Uh, one of my co-founders, unfortunately, had lost her mom for, uh, to cancer. And by no means does she ever claim that we're going to heal or remedy, but it's this philosophy that four or five pounds of produce is only going to help. Right. And, you know, our third co-founder, had uh, her son was four when we started Pressed. Mm-hmm. And this idea to her of masking nutrients and a cool, <laughs> funky-colored green right. apple juice was exciting. 
So what we didn't even realize at the time was we really, you know, the three of us really kind of represented the masses. Mm-hmm. And I think we've made decisions of really how do we get to all people wherever they are in their journey? Because that's kind of what it is. There's no this is what you do and this is works for everyone. Right. Everyone's got different goals. Everyone's in a different place. Our whole, you know, hope at Prest is we meet you where, wherever you are and we provide a better option. So we kind of start, we have a lifestyle site called the Chalkboard Mag, which is kind of focused on health and wellness, but goes into beauty and, and other areas. We have our stores, which kind of, you know, originally focused on the cold-pressed juice only, and now they're, we, we launched Freeze, which is that, that, you know, our plant-based soft serve. We just recently launched something called Heat, which is like a superfood latte. So if you're going to have coffee, why not throw a superfood in it? <laughs> you know, and Sounds it's really good to participate in the community. You yeah. know, how do we get everyone excited about what we consume? Where do you get the the ingredients for for all of your juices? Are they are they locally sourced whenever possible, or how do you do that? Great question. So actually, that's also something really important to us. We intentionally placed all of our juicing facilities in Central California so that we could work directly with the farms. Most, I would say, I believe it's about 65% of produce in the country comes from California. Mm -hmm. So what our focus is, is farm to bottle to maximize nutrition. So we really try to work through it. I mean, sometimes you're, when you're in our facility, mm-hmm. carrots come in warm. Like they've literally <laughs> oh, just been plucked. <laughs> um, look, we, we know that juicing, you know, is is pretty trendy. We, we look at Instagram. We see Kim Kardashian holding your juice. Um, we see Katy Perry holding your juice. For, I, I'd like to know, as CEO of this company, what was it like the first time you saw such a photo? Yeah, it, it's been super exciting. And it's been we feel really blessed to just have a community that has supported us from day one. You know, I think that being, you know, we're launching the company in Los Angeles and kind of having this California at our core has been, you know, helpful in garnering attention. Mm -hmm. Um, No doubt about it. But look, I really do believe we're living in a time where all people, you know, are really kind of becoming more conscious of what they consume. And when you see people like Kim and Katie, you know, holding products like this, it really does influence others to just think about what it is they're consuming. Because I think it's, I think it's important. And it's exciting to see that younger people, mm-hmm. you know, we, my partners and I, I mean, one of the things that really excites us more than anything is to see kids you know, high school kids, elementary school kids, like pulling together their dollars to buy a greens juice. I know we, I definitely wasn't doing that when I was their age. So, you know, seeing people making those right decisions earlier on has been really rewarding. And I do think a lot of that comes from the attention that some of these influence influencers put out there. No doubt, no doubt. Share with us, um, you're alluding to it a little bit, but your background, you didn't come from a, a health food background. You know, what were you doing in your previous life? Yeah, absolutely. Great. You know, uh, quite the opposite. Definitely not a health food, uh, a healthy guy growing up. You know, I think being in L.A., I was I was aware of, you know, the words that you hear in that kind of health and wellness sector, but just never really practiced them. Uh, I definitely was was very much like a fast food junkie for most of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, I was extremely overweight. Mm -hmm. um, And I kind of always thought that that low energy and fog was the norm. I never really thought that I was feeling that I could be feeling better had uh-huh. I, you know, really changed what it is that I'm consuming. Mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, up until my my mid 20s, um, it, it was my normal to just not feel good. And when how did that all change for you? 
You know, part of it is is moving to New York. Um, I had a required yoga class, and I was so fortunate to have uh, this teacher, Chris Carr, come in, who's been a, a huge influence on me. Um, really kind of opened my eyes to juice. Uh, mm-hmm. She's a, you know, a cancer survivor who really started kind of took, you know, had this, uh, if I can't control what's happening inside, I'll take control of what I can mm-hmm. and really started juicing, started eating, started, you know, playing music and performing as, you know, just, just if anything she could do to really help herself feel better. And she's, she's like a walking miracle. And, you know, she kind of opened my eyes and it was at that point where I really introduced just a bottle of greens juice. Mm-hmm. And as I mentioned earlier, I was blown away how that one simple addition, you know, really, all of a sudden I wanted to work out. I wanted to eat cleaner. Mm-hmm. And it really was the beginning for me of, of just kind of this journey that I've, that I've been on since. Yeah, I think a lot of people can relate to what you're talking about. Um, you know, with all the healthy aspects also comes, you know, concerns about sugar content. I mean, fruits and vegetables have their own natural sugars. Um, Do you add sugars to your juices at all? No, absolutely not. Um, So all of our sugars are made just from the produce that, you know, the ingredients that are listed on the front and back panels. Um, And, and, you know, it's a a good question because sugar has become a buzzword. Uh, You know, for us, it's kind of like I alluded to earlier. let's Let's be that kid in a candy shop where there's something for everyone. You know, we've got juices that have one to two milligrams of, 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 of sugar, mm-hmm. and then they go up. And it really is, what is it that each individual is looking for? And we guarantee you, you'll find, you know, something that, that fits that perfectly. And what about your, your logo, your look? It's sort of very clean lines. It's that, it's black and white. You, you know it when you see it right away. Um, did it take you a while to come up with that, that logo and that concept? How did that come to pass? Yeah, you know, I think it was when when you really looked at the landscape of when we started Press Juicery, uh, there weren't really many juice players at the time. And you know, when when you thought of juice in 2010, you really you, most people's mind went to Jamba. That's right. And not you know, and not to you know uh, say anything bad about Jamba, but a lot of kind of what they did was the opposite of what we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they used a lot of color, a lot of fanciful names, and and I believe part of that was to mask what it was that was actually inside of those cups. Mm-hmm. And we really wanted to take the opposite approach. You know, we're not adding anything. This is just high-quality produce. Let's let, allow that to tell the story. So instead of using packaging and logos with color and names, let's really kind of get minimal and, and really kind of, like I said, you know, use allow the pop of the color of the juice to tell, you know, explain who we are and indicate immediately what it is that you're consuming. You know, uh, I don't have to tell you, a number of people use your products as a substitute for a meal. Uh, people use it as a juice cleanse. Are they using your products the right way when they do that? Absolutely. And again, you know, we uh, we, we kind of focus that we're, we're that there's something for everyone. You know, if a beginner walks into a store and, you know, asks what cleanse they should do, mm-hmm. we, we typically kind of guide them that you don't need to launch, you know, you don't need to jump into a cleanse right away. Drink a juice a day, a juice a week, a juice a month, whatever it is, and really listen to your body. So it's kind of like that gradual. But, you know, for a lot of people, I know for myself that, you know, a, a protein bar and a juice is a great substitute for me to kind of get me through a meal or if I'm on the go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, you know, often I will kind of juice till dinner. 
uh, kind of give my digestive system a break, you know, for for a minute. So I'm always kind of playing with I, I, you know, I don't think cleansing is for everyone. Pressed is not a cleanse company. For me personally, I cleanse four times a year. I love to kind of do it as the season changes. Okay. Um, it's just kind of a, a great reset. Now, this intrigues me. So you're saying when you're not cleansing, what you'll do is have it juice throughout the day and then have a, a solid meal for dinner. I'm curious. I'm sure others are, too. What are your choices? What do you have sort of as your breakfast juice, as your midday or lunch juice? Yeah, I'm a greens guy. Okay. So, you know, it kind of depends in, uh, on what kind of mood I'm in. Um, but but I really do like to kind of focus mostly on greens. Sometimes I do my, you know, greens three, which is apple, lemon, and ginger added. Um, so different variations. But for me, I just like to get the, the leafy greens in as much as I can. Um, but again, it varies. You know, if I am going to juice and I know that I'm, you know, I try to get in one or two almond milks, which fill you up a bit more and they're a bit higher in protein. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really does kind of vary. But, uh, you know, sometimes when I'm when I'm craving something really sweet to avoid me going and getting an ice cream or a candy bar, <laughs> yes. I'll have one of our sweeter juices, uh-huh. you know, like a like a pineapple, apple, mint or something that really kind of kicks that craving right away. And I feel a lot better about my choice. Do you have something called golden milk? Am I right? We on that? do. OK, we what do. is that about? Yeah, if you look at kind of what's been happening with ingredients, it's been really exciting to watch ancient ingredients have this massive comeback. Mm. Turmeric has been kind of exploding in the last couple of years. So we kind of did a take on our almond milk and may added turmeric to, to kind of make it, again, a superfood milk, you know, get those added, those added benefits with something that you're going to consume regularly. And I'll tell you what, if you want to wake up and wake up fast, have one of your juices that contains cayenne. And Absolutely. you're going to wake up real fast. Or um, one of our ginger shots. I mean, you take one of those and you are up. You're, you're set for the day, for the week. Um, right. How do you, I mean, we, we started our conversation talking about that you are in a crowded space. Um, you were one of the first, but, but, you, but it's become very crowded. How do you uh, give people a reason to come back? How do you differentiate and innovate when you're all pretty much talking about playing with the same ingredients? Absolutely. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting because we, we kind of feel like we differentiate ourselves in different ways, you know, different from kind of local juice bars and also different from, you know, some of the big guys that you see in the grocery channels. I think, you know, something that's not forward that people wouldn't recognize unless you understood, you know, our business is what really differentiates us from most is our back end. So a lot of people kind of think it's our front end, the look, the feel, the, the, the juices and the combinations. But, but so much of, of, again, what separates us from others is the way that we manufacture juice. What we did is we kind of brought a bunch of experts on board, and we shifted how juice was made. So we kind of took it from the batch process and moved towards a continuous flow, which gives us massive price advantages. So we kind of have that same high-quality product, but we're able to make it for way less, which is why we can get our price point down. Mm -hmm. Instead of keeping that, we kind of give it back to our customers. So, you know, price is a big thing that differentiates us from a lot of kind of the local juice bars. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Now, I understand you're on track to earn $75 million in revenue this fiscal year. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah, we've grown uh, from 17 to 18 to 19. We've gone... You know, probably about $45 million in 17. Uh, last year we did about 60, and this year we're on track to do just above 75. How do you go from, from point A to point B? I mean, where has most of the growth come from for you? 
I, I really believe that it's kind of the focus on the omni, you know, getting to more people, getting to the hands, um, going into, you know, dip channels that we weren't in before. You know, as I said, we, we recently just launched membership and we recently just launched this kind of wholesale. So, you know, the product is becoming way more accessible to people, which has definitely fueled our growth. So what are your plans? I mean, are you looking to go international? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think uh, people always ask what keeps you up, and it really is the white space. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm so proud of everything that our team has done here to get us to where we are, but every part of me believes that this is just the beginning. You know, I, I really think that now that we're at a more accessible price point at that $5, you essentially can almost go anywhere a Starbucks is. And we all know that's a lot of uh, different markets to enter. What makes you think that that $5 is the right price point? Yeah, it's it's truly being a student of Starbucks, uh, <laughs> in truth. I really believe that they've taught not just the country, but the world, that $5 is an appropriate price to pay for beverage. Mm -hmm. And our mentality is if you could replace beans with four to five pounds of produce uh, and really kind of, you know, combine that make it a true destination with different types of offerings like yeah. we do with the freeze and the heat, that there really is opportunity to, you know, why couldn't we be as big as Starbucks? What is the difference, and I don't know if you guys are in this business, between cold-pressed juice and hot-pressed juice? Yeah, so we don't do any type of hot fill. Um, you know, personally, it's any type of pasteurization kills a lot of the nutrients that are in the ingredients that is why we kind of consume juice to begin with. So what we often compare ourselves to is the old-fashioned juice bar, you know, where you pick your ingredients and they kind of make it right in front of you. And that's amazing. It's, it's you know, they make that on a centrifugal juicer. What differentiates cold-pressed is on a centrifugal, you're really just extracting the juice from the ingredient, mm -hmm. uh, and you really want to drink it immediately so it doesn't oxidize. Cold press, the, uh, the process of cold press juices, it takes the full ingredient, you know, the skins, the pits, which often have a lot of the, of the produce uh, nutrition. And we kind of grind everything into a pulp, and then we use these machines to press it. It's about 10,000 pounds of pressure. So you're really maximizing the nutrition that you get from every piece of produce that you use. Now, you had mentioned that you personally like the leafy green juices, but I'm, on a larger scale, what do your customers seem to favor? Yeah, for sure. I actually think our customers have the same mentality as I do, as our greens juices often, uh, typically tend to lead uh, the portfolio of what we offer. Um, but look, there's, there's definitely, you know, watermelon's always a, a favorite. Uh, I think people, you know, people are, there's a, a need for more alternatives to dairy milk. So a lot of our signatures, you mentioned the golden milk, our vanilla almond, our chocolate, they're becoming really popular. Um, you know, and even, you know, our roots juices. Uh, I tend to go to greens. A lot of people prefer the, the, the nutrients that you would get in the carrots and the beets and, you know, some of those heartier ingredients. That's me. I really enjoy those. Yeah, they're great, and they kind of fill you up a bit more. And there's also a sweetness to them, I feel, that I can't get in some of the other juices that are not, it's not overly sweet for me. Absolutely. And people also feel there's like an earthiness mm -hmm. to some of the root vegetables that people just really kind of connect to. Yeah, coming back to Mother Earth. I'm just curious, when, you, when it all began, where did the seed money come from? I mean, you have three co-founders. Did you all put your own money into the business? We did. We all saved, you know, for, for a while, and we each put $30,000 into the company. 
wow. and that that really you know it got us a space to make juice it got us a machine and it got us a, a 22 square foot broom closet which was our first store and you know i'd make juice from 4 p.m to 10 a.m and i'm sorry yeah i'd make juice from excuse me 4 a.m to 10 in the morning wow. load up my car bring it to the shop and that's really how how it all started did you consult with a nutritionist, with a, a doctor? I mean, because did any of you have a background in nutrition? Yeah, so one of my partners went to school for nutrition, okay. and she was kind of took a lead on, you know, the developing of, of the, the products in the early days. Today, you know, we've grown significantly. So we have a full medical advisory board with the company. We have, you know, uh, internal nutritionists, a full R&D team, food scientists, you know, food. I mean, there, there's a real team that kind of gets involved with how we make products today. So no more 4 a.m. wake-up calls to press juice. No, but I, I, in a weird way, I kind of miss those days. <laughs> well, enjoy what you've got. Hayden Slater, co-founder and CEO of Press Juicery. Thanks so much for joining me today. For sure. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Yahoo Finance Presents podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. And remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode.